Your home for UNLV Athletics is right here on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM, KWWN Las Vegas. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that, you know, how that goes and uh, hopefully we put him in enough positive situations to help us throughout the game. But he's done a great job meeting actually with Edgar and Nick and, and uh, we'll see how that unfolds. Carr in a shotgun. He takes the snap, he's back. He's looking left the whole way. He throws it left and it's intercepted by the Giants. McKinney down the right sideline. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Giants. Xavier McKinney with his first career pick six. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. I think anytime we have a chance to play home, I alluded to that before, we have a chance to play in our stadium. It's a tremendous venue to play football in. Now we're playing a division game. We're excited, excited for hopefully it'll be loud and it'll be a, a pro crowd for Raider Nation. And, and um, anytime you can play at home, we're trying to make our house something special to play in. Make up stuff. Far back, looks, under pressure, gets sacked, fumble the football, loose on the ground. It's a scramble for it, and the Giants say they have it, and they do. You just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Raiders and Chiefs. Sunday night football here at Allegiant Stadium. Big game in the AFC West because first and fourth are separated by a half game in the standings. Now, the Raiders defense has been tremendous under Gus Bradley, a turnaround that is uh, could not see it coming. Like you could have expected the Raiders defense to be better, but they've legitimately been a good NFL defense, not just, you know, below average or slightly better than last year. They have been a legitimately good defense. There've been a couple of stats this week though that I have found fascinating. This first one here from Sharp Football the Raiders, this is first and second down only, so not looking at third down. First and second down, the Raiders have the highest pressure rate in the NFL at 37%. So on first and second down, they get to the quarterback more than anybody else. And there's a decent gap there. Second is 34%. So a solid gap there. But the Raiders blitz at the lowest rate in the NFL on first and second down at 9%. The next lowest is 13%. So again, a pretty significant gap between how much the Raiders blitz and how much the next team blitzes. So again, first and second down, they are creating the most pressure in the NFL while blitzing less than every other team in the NFL. They have the best edge rushers in the league then? Apparently. They must. Apparently they have the two best On first and second down, they absolutely do. absolutely do. So we have seen this now for basically half of a season, right? We're, we're halfway through the year. This is no longer, I mean, technically eight games is a small sample size, but in the course of a regular season, it's half the season. It shouldn't keep up. You should not be able to have the highest pressure rate and the lowest blitz rate. Those two things much more, those should be tied together better than that. Do you think it keeps up? Like, do you think they continue to have Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe dominate this much without ever having to blitz? Not this much, but enough to where it still makes a difference. You know, he's just not a defensive coordinator who's blitzed much at all ever. So now he has, you know, now he's had some really good edge rushers in his time. Let's be honest about that. So maybe that's why this works as much. He's just been on teams with really, really good edge rushers. I will also say that the the scheme, the cover three scheme, it's also built around like if you have really, really, really good defensive backs, 
they'll give you enough time that you can get you can get pressure with three. Right, you can right. get pressure with four. Do they have really good defensive backs? Though? This team doesn't. But if you recall, the <laughs> team. Won. But before he, before Gus Bradley, you know, left, Seattle had some really good defensive yeah. backs <laughs> and just some dudes. So here's the interesting part on when you say you don't think this pressure rate can keep up at, at how high and how good it's been that it'll fall back a little bit. The Raiders have won a lot of close games this year. They're five and three in their point differential. They're only plus seven on the year. They have not blown very many teams out. Most of their wins have been close. So even if it's one less pressure a game or two less pressures a game, seven becomes a three point game and it can go either way is that. Yeah, that could be enough to where oh, swings games. You lost to the chiefs by three instead of beating the chiefs right. by three. So that's the interesting part because the Raiders, right. I mean, five and three, they're, they're off to a good start. The record's good and everything, but it's still, it's not like they have been blowing teams out and it's like, Oh, well, if they get slightly worse in this area, it doesn't matter. They're fine. If they get slightly worse, pretty much anywhere. We saw it with Derek Carr last week and his accuracy, they lose games. So that's the interesting part because there's, again, there's no reason they should be able to be number one in pressure rate while being last in blitz rate. So when that presumably regresses a little bit, how much does it impact? And here's the other part, like Jared said, with the secondary, we have not seen, well, that's happened a few times. He got basically dunked on last week, but we have not seen Jonathan Abram exposed in coverage, right? They don't really have... Not like recent years. Yeah, they don't really have a great second corner right now. Like Trayvon Mullen's out hurt. Uh, Casey Hayward's been great, but they don't really have a great second corner, right? So that hasn't been exposed. Trayvon Merrick has been fine as a free safety, but he hasn't gotten beat. Like, he hasn't gotten tested a whole lot either. I think that's really once... If Crosby and Ngakwe, if they stop getting this much pressure... Right, if it comes back down closer to a little bit closer to average, do we see Abram, Merrick, whoever the hell the second cornerback is, do we see those players start to get exposed more? Does Casey Hayward start to slip up more because he's getting targeted more and he's got to cover for instead of three seconds, five or six seconds, right? Those are that's when it sort of becomes a domino effect of does the back end hold up? Well, what's and you have down here their unique defenses in the NFL comparative to them and the Rams and PFF has unique scores for defenses. Explain that because I saw the chart in terms of their coverages uh, so far different the Rams and the Raiders in terms of how they cover. And Jared just talked about the cover three and who the primary coverage is out of those. Um, they run cover three on sixty percent of snaps. League average is thirty one, so they're all in on the cover three. But in terms of PFF scores and the coverage, them and the Rams, why are they so unique? So it's fascinating because they're the only team running cover three this right. much. Like, no, nobody's running cover three except the Raiders, like on, on a significant basis. And they're doing it 60% of their snaps. So P, so the uniqueness score was basically the PFF. The story was trying to figure out, okay, does having a unique defense make your defense better? Like, can we point to, hey, if you the do fact something... he's the only one who runs this. Right, if you do something completely different from the rest of the league, does it make your defense better? And the Raiders would be a good example for, yes, they're the only ones running this much cover three, and they've been very good. They've taken this big jump. But the finding in the story was that, no, there's not much evidence to support being a unique defense leads to uh, your defense being better than expected. So it's not going to take offenses looking at film for, you know, 14 straight days to try to figure them out. They right. already know what they run. So yeah, that, and that's the interesting part because cover three is not because teams still run cover three, just not as much as the Raiders. So teams still should conceivably 
know how to beat cover three. Right. Right. Like it's not like this is some like Gus Bradley. He he was a great. He didn't make something up and is all you need. Right. Well, I mean, they Legion of Boom. That's when you could have right. looked at it and said, "Oh, cover three. This is you know, what do we do to beat this?" But now that was that was six years ago, right? So now it's okay. We've seen this for nearly a decade now in the NFL. Like teams should know how to beat it, which I think is the ultimate point here is that teams should know how to beat the cover three. This isn't some new defense. Like teams should know how to beat a cover three. And yet they still aren't doing it on a consistent basis against the Raiders. The defense has still performed well this year. And if you try to figure out why, I think the first place you start is that pressure rate because they've been so good at getting the quarterback that great. You know how to beat the cover three. You don't have time to throw it right. Max Crosby's there. Yannick and right. is there and it blows up the play. I think the other part of it though, and granted we're halfway through the year, but they haven't played a lot of good quarterbacks. They haven't played a lot of quarterbacks that you're like, yep, that guy is going to beat you with his arm and beat the cover three. They, they haven't done it. I mean, even last week, they lose to Daniel Jones, but what do you Who are we talking us? here? Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Herbert's the only one, right? Who else have they played that you're like, yes, that guy's going to beat you with his arm? Lamar Jackson doesn't do it. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's mm-hmm. been he better. Can, he, can he can do it. Yes. He can. But he, he doesn't do it on a consistent basis. Jalen Hurts wasn't doing it. Justin Fields wasn't doing it. Like, no. no you, you, this, this, wow, this, this is a murderer's row. Then yeah. the slippage might begin Sunday. Right, and that's <laughs> my big question. You play Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase, who just, I don't think it matters what coverage, he's and just running Dak down Prescott. the field, and then Dak. And do those, are those, do those does this next three weeks basically Expose show, it. wow, the cover three got beat? Torched. And typically, like, some of the easiest ways to beat a cover three are deep verticals, deep crossers, and, like, slow developing wheel routes because you're running guys who are in man basically in like yeah they got a deep third yeah. and they're not yeah. supposed to let anybody get behind them in their deep third yeah and, and then you so, run somebody behind that and they're usually open but again if they're getting pressure you yes, can't get someone right. behind that, right. it exactly. goes back to if crosby and gakway keep this exactly. up it won't matter it will not matter at all if those two guys continue to get to the quarterback this well and so that's where this whole okay does their pass or does their uh, pressure rate regress and then what do we see when that happens? Can Casey Hayward keep up with Tyree Kill when Crosby and Ngakwe don't get home, right? That's what we'll see. And can Patrick Mahomes beat it? I actually think this week they're probably going to have a pretty good day in terms of the pressure getting to Patrick Mahomes because that's been one of the problems all season is Mahomes has been under more pressure. Our prop is uh, interceptions 0.5. Where do you go? Does he throw one? On Mahomes? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think he throws one. He's, he's, he's thrown one in like every game, right? Like I, exactly. I think he, he had I 11 mean, in the two previous years. He has 10 already this year. Yes. I, I will say yes. He throws an interception. I think that the pressure is, it, it's not going to fall off a cliff. They're still going to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Even if it regresses, they're still going to get pressure. And it, yes, it'll lead to an interception. Hell, Jeff Heath picked him off two years ago. I was going to say, can I predict how the interception happens? Sure. Short curl route, Tyreek Hill, he volleyballs it up into the air. Because <laughs> uh, about five of the interceptions this year have been short curl route, Tyreek Hill volleyball up into the air. All right. Uh, we doing score predictions? Yes. I got mine ready. All right. Ed, what you got? Chiefs, 28, Raiders, 24. 28-24, Chiefs. Raiders, 27-25. Okay. Wow. 
And the thing that I do to annoy people, 2632. 2632. 32, 26. Wait, 32 or 42? 32. 32, 26. That sounds doable. Yes. That's why that's I That's really it. a score, Agami? Yes. Wow. That score has never happened in an NFL game. I mean, it's it's not like a common thing, but 32 and 26 seems completely 32, doable. I'm trying yeah, to think it's the four 32s. touchdowns with, an, yeah. with a two-pointer and a field goal. I get you to 32. 33-26 last happened on December 20th, 2020. Yeah. But I, uh, apparently the 32 is the hard part. Interesting. Yeah, I think All the right. 32 is the hard part there. All right. I I think you got a shot, Jared. I of all the scoregamis you've given, I think this one's yes. got a legitimate shot to happen. Of all the eleven to twos I that now, you've given us, I am now officially cheering for thirty-two twenty-six. Yes. I will be sitting there in the second quarter. All right, it is seven. Go to for s- two, you cowards! Seven to three. Rich Masaccia needs to go for two. Let's go. All right, I know it's fourth and an inch. You better kick this field Let's go, goal. Olson. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's briefs. We, we take a lot of pride in being very analytical here. Um, we use a lot of statistical data, tendencies. Fish off brief. Got a lot of respect for the percentages of blitz on second and one to six, third and five to ten. Bischoff's briefs. We take analytics as far as we can, but at the end of the day, there's still a lot of human error that I continually make. Bischoff's briefs. I don't believe any of those statistics. I think it's all hotline. Are you ready for one of the biggest games of the year? The it's got to be soccer. U.S. plays Mexico in a World oh. Cup qualifier tonight. First off, the United States this year undefeated against Mexico. A win in the Nations League final in Denver. A win in the Gold Cup final here in Las Vegas. Now a World Cup qualifier in Cincinnati. Uh, so United States roster for these up to, they've got two World Cup qualifiers coming up. First and foremost, Christian Pulisic. He's healthy and on the roster. We have played way too many games without Christian Is he Pulisic. Gonna play He'll play tonight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's just coming back from an injury. So we'll see how many minutes he's able to go. I assume he'll play. But I don't know if he'll be playing the full 90 minutes. I don't know if he'll come on as a sub or might start and be taken off after 60 minutes or so. But Pulisic is healthy. Also, interesting decision from Greg Berhalter with our striker spot. Ricardo Pepe, the teenager that has saved us a couple of times now in World Cup qualifiers. He's on the roster. Presumably he's starting because don't really know who the backup striker is on this team. Jossie Zardes isn't on this roster. Daryl DK is not on this roster. Josh Sargent is not on this roster. They have Jesus Ferreira, who is his teammate at Dallas FC. I don't really think he plays much center forward. And Tim Weah, who hasn't played a whole lot for us, I think is more likely to be a winger for the United States. But they don't really have a nailed-on backup striker for this window. Now, They only play two games in this window. They don't play three. The other World Cup qualifying winners, you play three games in like six days, and you've got got a substitute for that uh, stretch of games. They play two games here, and I think it's four or five days. Conceivably, Ricardo Pepe can play and play maybe every minute of these two games as the striker. Hopefully, we're winning, and we can sub him off, and it's not a big deal, but potentially not a big deal if Ricardo Pepe can play all those games, but it might be. If we find ourselves unable to score... 
we don't really have another striker that we can bring on that's really done anything. Now, midfield looks solid. It always looks solid. We're great in midfield. We got Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Kellen Acosta, sort of three mainstays. We got two in Sebastian Legette, Christian Roldan, two MLS guys that have been good for the U.S., and we've got two sort of younger, maybe they'll be good in Yunus Musa and uh, Gianluca Buzio. Hopefully they're good. We got a very good midfield. Should be solid at the back. Two injuries, though, that are significant. We do not have Gio Reyna, who is probably our second best player behind Pulisic. He's injured. We do not have Sergino Dest. He's also injured. He is the uh, right back that plays for Barcelona, who I do not think is actually very good. But he plays for Barcelona. He scored an incredible goal in the last uh Last World Cup qualifier for us. We'll see. But he is not there for us. That's two significant injuries. Now, the actual games. They played a day against Mexico, Tuesday against Jamaica. World Cup qualifying home game against Mexico is always interesting. Because I will tell you, any home game in World Cup qualifying against anybody else, we should win. We should absolutely win anytime. Jamaica, Canada, Costa Rica, Panama, Honduras, anytime any of those countries come play a game in the United States, we should win. Mexico's the one team you can reasonably say, yeah, they, you might lose that one at home to Mexico. But not that we need to win it, but we should win. We should beat Mexico in this game. We should absolutely beat Mexico. And given that when you go play on the road against Mexico in the Azteca, you're almost guaranteed a loss when you play on the road. Uh, sometimes you get out of there with a draw and you're happy about it. But I think we should win. Ultimately, though, you look at this window. It's two games. We're home against Mexico and we're on the road against Jamaica. In a four-day span? In a four-day span. I think I will be content if the U.S. gets four points out of those two games. One win and one draw. I think I'll be I'll be content if they walk away with four points. Three points, one win, and and a loss? Eh, it's okay, but not great. Anything less than that's brutal. If they draw both games or if they lose both games, that's a disaster. Obviously ecstatic if they win both. They pick up two wins, that's awesome. We'll pr- I think we'll be top of the uh, table for World Cup qualifying if we manage to win both of these games. But... Could we get six points would be big. Because here's the other thing. It's hard to win on the road in this, but Jamaica, they drew at home against Canada. They lost at home against Panama so far in World Cup qualifying. So they haven't exactly been good at home. So we could go to Jamaica, probably should go to Jamaica and win. But next week, we get in here on Wednesday. If we have four points from these two games, I'll be happy with that. If we have six, I'll be ecstatic and telling you we're winning the World Cup again. When's the last time you told us that? Uh, when uh, Serginho Dest scored, uh, and then I told you he shouldn't play anymore. <laughs> told you you're winning the World Cup, yeah. yeah. 2026. It's just it's so weird to have him be positive about something and then it be soccer of We're all things. We're good. Okay. And they're I all just... 11 years old. We're going to be good for a long time. I don't know. I've been hearing that the USA is going to start being good at soccer. It's my real entire- this time. Oh it's real this time. The you only can turn time on a was- game and the- watch the best teams in the world. Well, Barcelona sucks right now. Watch some of the best teams in the world also, play. Isn't it pronounced Barcelona? And there are United yeah. States players on those teams. Chelsea is winning the Premier League. Granted, Pulisic's been hurt, but you can turn on a Chelsea game and watch the best team in the Premier League have an American. 
You can turn on, you know, they're like the eighth best team in La Liga, but you can turn it on and watch Sergio Des play. You can turn on and watch one of the best teams in Italy and watch Weston McKinney play. You can watch the best teams in the world and our players are there. Jared. We're actually good. Can you name the last time I turned on La Liga? It's on ESPN Plus. You can do it all the time. He doesn't have ESPN Plus. Yeah, get it together, Ed. I, believe, I actually, he I probably does. Do. He probably does have ESPN and Plus. Not, and not know it. Do you have Disney How? Plus? I told you what happened there. He forgot. I got it. I got it to watch Hamilton, and uh, I forgot to cancel it. And she went a little nuts at the house. <gasps> Why are we still paying for this thing? And then I tried to cancel, and it's one of those things where you try to cancel it, and you have to talk to forty people on a on a, a, a voicemail because they don't want you to cancel. So it just took me forever. I'm I'm scrolling through on the on the TV. I'm calling people. Eventually, it got done. So he Although definitely saw, does not have ESPN Plus. I saw last night. The wife would have noticed. Disney is doing a it's like a one day, one month for a dollar. Uh, Disney Plus. If you, oh, if sign you back up, Ed. That. Sign back I up. Know, I know. There's a lot of things on there that I'd, I'd like. The to Mighty watch. Ducks. Listen, There's a lot of, of things on there I'd like. Miracle. To watch. Oh, I love Miracle. What a Glory movie. Road. What a movie. So, all right. The streaming, where we're going right now with every single cable company coming up with their own streaming package is absurd. It's a nightmare. Well, there's too many. You don't know yes. what to do. You don't know what's on any any of these channels. It is a disaster because you're going to end up be paying eight ninety nine to seventeen different yeah. companies to get all this stuff. I will say, the package though that you can get where you get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu, you can get all three for the same price. I think it's like fifteen bucks a month. That is hands down the best. ESPN Plus is it. There is so much content on there. Granted, you need to care about soccer or, or something else, but there is so much content on ESPN Plus. It's it's incredible. It's genuinely a great deal to have ESPN Plus, and you also get Disney Plus for it. You'll be and embarrassed. Hulu. You'll be embarrassed for me that yet last night the only thing I went to Hulu for was seeing if they were replaying the Country Music Awards. <laughs> What are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> they were the night before, and then I went to I went to um, ABC, which would they were on. You know, supposedly the next night you're supposed to get it because it was the night before. So I searched ABC, and it wouldn't let me have it. Well, why would you even want to watch that? Oh, huge country music fan. Yes, yeah, so am I, but I don't want to watch the Hand Me a Trophy Awards. No, they had a, they had a lot of performances. Kane okay. Brown, they had a lot of performances right. that are like, do you know who Kane Brown is? Yes. Oh, yes. No, okay. I, I know. I will tell you the one area that I will know surprisingly a lot of people is country music because your girlfriend. No, she hates country music. I don't like country music either. But before I worked what? here at Lotus, I worked at another radio company in town. They've got a country music station and did a lot of country concerts. So, OK, I I've met Kane Brown before. Really? I think we did a bowling thing with Kane Brown that I was at. I have met a lot of these people as well. It's very strange. Yes. That's fascinating. What the f- I didn't know I that. I might have to dump myself. What? Yeah. No, I, uh, yes, I've met Kane Brown and other, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but if you Ooh. named random country people, I'd be like, yeah. How are person. we not having these conversations with Jason Fitz? Because I don't remember enough about them. Like okay. Jason Fitz would have to mention them and I'd be like, oh Yeah. I can't. Somebody drank out of their shoe at one of our little events, and I can't a remember. Who it was. Yeah, that was the first time I saw somebody drink out of their shoe, and I God, I can't remember who it was. But yeah, no. I, if you random country people, I'll probably know who they are. We got uh, uh, Carrie, Under, Carrie Underwood. Well, we never did anything with Carrie Underwood, but yeah, I know okay. Carrie, she does Sunday Night Football, of course. Okay. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. why, it's, <laughs> why wouldn't you know her? That's right. What a shock! A that you lot know her. That's a right. lot of times. 
She's the best part of the game. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Want to be part of the show? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678 and leave your opinion. Cassie, I cannot believe you are trying to take credit for UNLV's sudden success in athletics. Uh, the ego. The ego. Hey, hey. The ring, the magical ring, the power of an engagement ring, let me tell you. <sighs> the ego. All right. Uh, I don't know if Tyler knows it. Tyler might know it. I don't know if Jared knows it. We gave you a hard time for so long. We might as well give you the open floor here. How did he do it? You told me the other day at Raiders uh, Park. How did he do it? Didn't she tell us on? Did she tell Ed, us on? Ed wasn't yeah, here. Ed oh, wasn't here last I'm week. sorry. Oh, so you got the whole Halloween thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't here. That's my bad. She I was had to on go the road. out and knock on the I was door. On the road. And, yeah. yeah. It's okay. That's okay. My bad. It's, uh... I trick or treated for a diamond ring. It was a great night. It would have been great if she like, oh, grabbed man. the Reese's instead. Yeah. I mean, it would have been even better had he actually given it to a kid. <laughs> oh, what if he done? Oh, what a disaster. Some kid goes home and says, look what I got. Wait, all right, all right, Cassie, would he have told you, if he had accidentally somehow handed that ring to some little kid, would he have told you, Cassie, I was going to propose, but I'd lost the ring. I do not know where it is. <laughs> yes, I hope he would have told me. But no, he actually hid it. He hid it in, a, in the bathroom. So, like, right as I was going outside to start cleaning stuff up, he ran to the bathroom, grabbed it, put it in his pocket, and then, like, did, came up with the whole thing. He said he came up with the plan, like, 10 seconds before it happened. He gave you a bathroom ring? He hid it in one of the drawers, yeah. Wow. Would you have said yes if it was a ring pop? Yes. Well, you were really desperate she at that point. She was desperate, yeah. Completely desperate at that point. I like the guy. Whatever. I like the guy. Listen to you. She so, likes him. How has your life changed in the Maybe last Maybe in another weeks? decade, she'll start to feel a little more. What's, what's, how's your life changed, Cassie, in the last two weeks? Everything better now? Well, work's been a little crazy. So at first, I thought it was like it was bad juju at first. Obviously. You um, have uh, taken from the Raiders and given to UNLV. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, people just keep asking us, like, when's this, when's this, when are we doing? I'm just like, you guys know how long it took us to get here. Like, give me a break. When is it? When's the wedding? Let's yeah. go. Let's, let's get we're, on it, Cassie. We're already, well, we're already thinking, like, 2023. Oh, that seems up. a little, that seems yeah. a little soon. You he's should probably wait up. until, like, at least the mid-2030s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have the ring now, so what's the rush? You can show everyone the ring and walk around town like the... Diamond glistening. I mean, what's the point of rushing? Did you tell the guys that it's real? You saw it in person, so now you you verify that it's oh, real. Oh no, it's a beautiful ring. But what I'm saying is, like, I think, I think you enjoyed the idea of marriage just to get the <laughs> ring, and now it's like, well, you we don't really need to rush because now that I have the ring to show people, what's the that, point? That's exactly what happened. So we got engaged on Halloween, which was a Sunday, and then my sister came over on Monday and was like, "Okay, your dress, wedding colors, um, bridesmaid dress colors, this and this and that." And I was like, "Oh man, like." These are things I have to think about. I didn't get this far. Oh boy, oh, no. she was obsessed about a ring. <laughs> She's just obsessed else. with the ring. The other side. Are you oh, sure you like him? Ring. Are you sure you like him or just the ring? I love the ring. The ring's real pretty. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. You know if it doesn't so work, pretty. if it doesn't work out, often the uh, young lady will get back the ring. My guess is that's not in the cards here for this guy. He's not getting the <laughs> ring back. Absolutely not. Not happening. <laughs> Not getting the ring back. No, it's mine. No takesies backsies. Listen, Cassie, I sent you this uh, last week. My uh, girlfriend's uh, co-worker, oh. she got engaged on Friday and married on Sunday. 
And and I said overachiever. Yeah. Nobody likes an overachiever. I'm just saying I mean, that was that was that, a, that's efficient. It's a forty eight hour turnaround. You're talking about like a forty eight month turnaround. Oh man, I, that's so fast. You can't even like tell all your family members in two days that it, that you got engaged, let well, alone give them enough heads up to come to the wedding. Well, I mean, you also have to like like your family members if your plan is to have them at yeah. the wedding. This is this is just you know you know you just get it done. That's true, I guess. If they they just had the one one witness and called it a day. Well, the other thing is, did you... Brandy go to the wedding? No, she just saw it on Instagram on Sunday of them being married and was like, "What?" <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? So like Instagram algorithms off sometimes, right? So imagine she's like scrolling and sees the engagement picture. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then the next post is the wedding picture. <laughs> like how fast it probably happened. You know you're going to go completely over the top on this nonsense, and it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous in terms of dresses and cakes and everything. Is the reason you're pausing is poor Los has to save up for this thing? I mean, they did say if we need to we need some help to let them know, but I'm not going to come with a, a, a demanding list right away. Right, 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 right away, yeah, right coming. away. This is this is the woman that asked Ed Graney, "What's the most expensive yes. restaurant?" Exactly, not, not the best, not good, not the best. Just where can I rack up the dollar signs? That was that was for the nine year anniversary, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was yeah, for the nine year anniversary. That was like a five hundred dollar dinner. <laughs> And, <laughs> and it ridiculous. wasn't very good. And you enjoyed every bite of it because he wasn't going to give the ring at that point. Exactly. Yeah, so really it was a saving on his end. Uh, do you laugh at stadium proposals now? Amateurs. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> the ego. Now she's like, now she's going to start ripping about other people for doing what <laughs> she would have done in a I'm, second. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, like, haven't they, if they've cohabitated for long enough, aren't they considered common law married anyway? Oh, 10 years. So, I'm just saying, like, by the time that the wedding actually happens, you might already be married. Yeah, you might be married anyway. Okay, then we don't need to do it. Cassie just wants the ring. That's what we. That's all this, this is about. I'm so happy. Like, I can't. Every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh. That's all this is about. Is it's this really? Ring. It's very strange. really disheartening. Like to be like, hey, what's the relationship based on? How big this ring? How is? big the ring is? <laughs> No. Is he is he one of those guys who's so sure in the relationship that it's going to last? Instead of like a ring, would he ever get a tattoo of a ring like guys do? No, I. Well, obviously, so he's not we very talking about. We were talking about getting tattoos yesterday. So I have I have a couple, and he doesn't have any. And I've been telling him for the longest that I would get like a the letter E or his name even tattooed like around my ring finger. And he's like he's so against it. So. I mean, I don't want to just do it by myself. How I mean, confident is yeah, this kid? It's well, for the long term. Yeah, hold on. Wait. Like, uh, he he's trying to save you from yourself there. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I would absolutely get, get the tattoo. Yeah. But uh, you don't have Bonnie, right? You just have the kids, Ed? Yeah, that was the whole Hawaii uh, escapade. I got escapade. Both, <laughs> I got both kids' initials on opposite, um, on my ankle, but on opposite oh, sides ankle. of the ankle. And, uh. That's when I went back to the hotel, and she said, "What about me?" I said, "Well, I know the kids are in for the long run." I, said, <laughs> I mean, I, I know they're they're going to be around. Uh, Cassie, did you see the woman on TikTok that got a boyfriend's name tattooed down her back and then got broken up a week later? No. Okay, so she got her boyfriend's name was Alexander, and she literally got it neck to tailbone down her spine 
Alexander and then got dumped like it's a long name a week later. It's not Joe. Yeah. That that's gonna be a huge cover up. Yeah. Well, she oh, has no. she she hasn't covered it up. She keeps showing it off on TikTok. Like, yeah, I got this yeah. name on the back here. And he dumped her. Oh. Yeah, he dumped her. Wow. I mean, no no offense, I would dump her too. Like, <laughs> you got my name tattooed I, on you? I think if I remember correctly, he she did not show it to him yet. Before the dumping? Yeah, like he dumped her without knowing that she had gotten that tattoo. Ooh, what are the chances he stays if he sees it? Feel no. sorry no. for zero. No. If he was planning to do it before, and then you see, ah! That is the biggest, giantest red flag waving in the uh. wind. Well, how long were they together? Were they together a long time? I don't know that answer. I will have to go back on TikTok. I mean, if it was like find... two weeks and she's like, this is the love of my life, then yeah, that's a little creepy. I mean, you're acting like you wouldn't have yeah, taken no. a ring two weeks in. If what? Uh, you're acting like you wouldn't have taken a ring two weeks oh, in. Oh, yeah. First date, you would have taken that ring. <laughs> I was actually hesitant to even say yes to be his girlfriend. Wow. Oh. If we're going all the way back, yeah. He uh, he picked me up. <clears throat> we went on, We were going to watch a movie, He and he came to pick me up for the date, and there was a little stuffed animal on the passenger seat that said, will you be my girlfriend? And I was so nervous, it took me like, I would I would say like two miles into the drive oh, to finally geez. say yes. Wow! Like I was just sitting there in silence, and he like, I mean, poor sixteen year old kid was just like, uh, "Should I turn around now? <laughs> what are we doing?" Oh. <laughs> but it took me a second. I was like, "Oh man, do I really want to do this?" I do have another question for you. Have you heard of uh, wallet cards replacing engagement rings? That's dumb. Or wedding rings, I guess it is. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a wallet card instead of wearing a ring. What? That doesn't mean anything. What do you mean? It's a wallet card. Just get the tattoo. Just commit already. It's a wallet card. It's a just a metal it's card a that goes metal in your card. wallet that says you're married instead that, of wearing a ring. But how often would you pull that out? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Some commitment right. there, Tyler. Yeah. Well, I don't need to pull it out. It's just there. Yes. It's in my wallet. The secretary may find it when she's going through your wallet at the hotel room. <laughs> Are people doing these things? I don't know. I, I don't remember why, but one day I Googled alternatives to wedding rings, and wallet card was one of the That's options. what you were Googling? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to wear a ring. feels weird. Would you get the tattoo? Well, I, maybe. I don't know. There's I just like the, the silicone rings or like those like working rings, you know? Oh, well, they're I not hate like those. the hard ones. Those are kind of cool. They are not cool. It's just, I don't know. still feels weird. Just feels weird overall. Have you dropped it down a sink yet? No, oh, no, right, but right. I, I left it on the couch. I was putting lotion on, and I left it on the couch, and I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, no, where'd I put it? Oh, no. Oh, She's Champ's Revenge. She's Champ's Revenge. It was his birthday. <laughs> How's Champ birthday. doing? You actually posted more than one thing on Instagram about him. How's it he doing? It was his birthday on Tuesday, my little Champy bear. Don't act like you love Don't him. act like you like that I dog. I do. I Come do. on. You're, you're updating the You're updating the Corgi map with leaderboards now. That, that other dog has oh, no Oh, that's right. Did you see that, Tyler? That's what we had to talk about. I knew there was something. We had yeah, to yeah, we, we need to, to go to break soon. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, Corgi Dash. That's not a joke. <laughs> the app here. Let's see. I am in. Oh, fifth place. Who passed me? Somebody passed me again. Yeah, I'm if in fifth place. If you beat place. Adrian, you get all the prizes. There are no prizes from you. I know that already. Who is LaSassie? Is that you? That's me. All right. Yeah, that's me. You're yeah. first? No, she's in fourth. I'm third. I'm in fourth now? Yeah, somebody passed both of us. We were oh, we were third man. and fourth this morning. Damon is in second. Nice. 
Good for yeah. Demond. Demond's in second. Somebody ran. Demond's got a lot third. of downtime. <laughs> 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 so yeah, everybody download Corgi Dash and beat Tyler's high score. Right, Corgi Dash is Mighty S. Is that your boyfriend who made the game? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. He's in second to last. What's happening there? He made the game. <laughs> he made the game and he's second <laughs> to last? He doesn't want to wreck everybody. He needs the competition to, uh-huh. to get going. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, she's Cassie Soto. Bye, All Cassie. Right. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Yeah, see you. <laughs> uh, taking credit for UNLV. Yeah, she is. I'm in fifth. I got I to gotta up my game in Corgi Dash. All right, here we go. We got a six-foot sub from Porta Subs to give away and... To be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100 is the number. You will win a six-foot sub from Porta Subs and be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. Caller number four. Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. There's a throwback to Tua. They just play catch. And Gaskin takes off. Slips down with a dolphin. You're locked in the press box. That was the greatest legal play of that, that game last yes. night. Yes. It, the, that was it, the dumbest. Nope, it worked. Give it to Gaskin, throw it back to two as a flea flicker, and then just throw it back to Gaskin, Gaskin for a 13-yard game. Run down the field. It worked. First down, Jared, you cannot complain about that. That it's, was beautiful. Okay, but did they do it on purpose? I think so. I mean, I think it was a flea flicker on purpose, and then it was, oh. Tua was actually about to get blown Tua up. was about to die because yeah. there's four Ravens here, so he just got rid of it, and it worked. Okay, but you can't. Like, I'm just. I just wanted 68 to catch it. Yeah, well, that like knock, like knocking Gaskin down. Like get the hell out! I of thought the way. all this you had mine. to do to like show that you were eligible is like swipe up and down on your jersey. Like that. That was. I thought that was the sign that like, hey, this before li- they before they announce it, that's all you have to do. Like I thought you just had to go like when the when you're lining up as a tackle or a guard, and you want to be like eligible. Like I to- don't think you can just make yourself eligible. Well, as long as the correct amount of people are on right. the line, yes. Right. But you can't just randomly look at the ref and be like, "I'm eligible this play. I know I'm snapping it." Okay, like- but I just remember that the Patriots used to run plays where I was at Nate Solder would just go catch touchdowns, and the Ravens would be all mad. Like, how are we supposed to know that he was an eligible receiver? Well, he he said he was. He told the refs he was going to be an eligible receiver, and so they made like a rule that the. Now, has to to, like, now they have to announce it. Yes, now they have to announce it. And it's like, well, there goes all trick plays. Thank you. <laughs> all right. You want some more random country musicians that I've met? Okay. Oh, good Lord. Big and Rich. Okay. Uh, little Big Town. Nice. Uh, a lot of bigs. John Party. Party? No, don't know him. I don't know how famous a lot of these people are. These are just ones that I'm scrolling through here of things that we've done. Um, I actually did meet. Uh, Carrie Underwood, but it was more of a red carpet thing. Like she didn't, it was like a two minute interview. It wasn't like, oh, she's here to say hello. It was just talk to her for two minutes. Um, Do we know who Chris Lane is? Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt, yes. Absolutely. Sam Sam Hunt, yes. Uh, Jake Owen. Yes, absolutely. All right. Kelsey Ballerini. Yes. Oh, Kelsey Ballerini. Ballerina. uh, Ballerini. Yeah. However you say her name. Uh, Who else we got here? Parma Lee. Wait, you met Kelsey Ballerini? Yeah. Wow. She came to our, our station and did something twice, really? I think. Um, 
who else is on here? Eric Pasley. Paisley? Paisley. Paisley. Well, no, Brad Paisley. 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 Brad Paisley. I'm looking at Eric Paisley, unless I typed in the wrong name there. Brad Paisley. It's possible. Eh, I don't know. I don't know who Brad Paisley is either. Doesn't sound doesn't sound that popular. So yeah. He's pretty popular. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't know who Jim Belushi was. And one of the biggest connections there is that one of the co-stars on Jim Belushi's sitcom is married to Brad Paisley. So six degrees of separation. Rodney Atkins? Yes. Yes. That guy. yes. Yeah. Luke Bryan. That one sounds famous. Okay. There's a Wait lot. a second. Hold on. Hold on. You met Luke Bryan? Yeah. What do you mean? He sounds famous. Did you know who he was? I had no idea who any of these people are. You've no met chance. When I met these Tane people, Brown. no chance. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Luke Bryan. Yeah. Oh, man. Big time. Yeah. You could have stopped at Chris Stapleton, but those are a lot of other huge, huge stars. Yeah, no, we did a lot. Uh, but if you didn't know anything about country music and you didn't know any of these people, what did you ask them when you interviewed them? Oh, I was not doing the interview. Oh, that's what no, I was. Okay. No, no. Our country you music. Carrie Underwood, no, you had yeah, yeah. a two-minute interview. Not me. No, I wasn't okay. doing the interview. Right. Our country music people were doing the interview. Can you imagine, Tyler? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Brian, so are you ready you for some football? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, Is so, it really a Sunday night party? Yeah. So if there if there's one area of pop culture where you reference a name that I might be like, oh, yes, I know who that is. Country music. It'll be random okay. people in country music. Well, I have met former Creed lead singer Scott Stepp because we have two rock stations here, and they apparently play Creed. There's a former lead singer of Creed? Wait, Wait is Creed te- still active? I mean, I guess technically. No. I, Are they? No, I can't imagine no. so. But I guess technically he is still the lead singer of Creed, but Creed is now defunct. Okay. So just he was here. It's yeah. like being the quarterback of an XFL team. PJ Walker. Pre-pandemic, they'd have some people come in here, huh? They'd have some stars come in here. I, I would not once, I call once Scott Stapp a star. No, no, no. Others. others. <laughs> it's Creed. I, I know who Creed is. Listen, if I know who Creed is, they're a star. I was the reason Shaq came in. You got Shaq? Yes. How did you get Shaq? How'd you get Shaq? The $3 I, you asked for? Was that for Shaq? We got five seconds. It's a longer story than that. I just don't believe you.